The kingdom of heaven is like a country full of roads that lead to amazing wonders. Come along for the ride as we explore all that God has for us. My name is Kevin, and this is a Trucker's Guide to the Kingdom. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for episode two of A Trucker's Guide to the Kingdom. Uh, I was planning on going on today with the continuation of The Door of Salvation um, and build upon that principle that we started in episode one, but I feel like I need to shift gears here and address something that is happening around the death of George Floyd because it really gives clear example to a principle that I believe in and I hope to make clear to you. See, we think of the kingdom of God as everything good, right? That it's the white against the black. It's the true against the false. It's the um, righteousness against unrighteousness. And that that is the fight in this world, that we are on the side of good, we are on the side of right, that we are on the side of truth, and we will be the army that will bring righteousness to this earth for God. See, there's a scripture, uh, what is it? Proverbs 21, 2, it says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. See, no matter what side of the conversation you're on, you think that you're right. People that say every life matters, they think they're right. They and, and you know what? They are right. And everyone that says black lives matter, you know what? They're right. And it's our human nature. In fact, let me rephrase that. It isn't our human nature. It is the nature of our enemy to categorize things as right and wrong, black and white. See, there was a tree in the Garden of Eden, and it was called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it is actually not just a tree in Eden, but it was an authority that humanity chose back with Adam and Eve. It was an authority that we said, this is how we want to think. You, you know, we think that it's a human trait to use our eyesight and compare and judge, and it's not. It is actually a model of understanding that Lucifer himself originated. Okay, let's back up a little bit here. When God created man in his own image, it says he created them male and female, Okay, that man is male and female. Now, he created man and woman, and there's a story of that. But see, when God created man in his own image, he is more talking about the authority that man would have over this earth. You see, when you look at a family unit, a man and a woman and their children, there is an authority that the male and female spirit has, and it comes into being at marriage. It's the idea that a man 
has a certain way of thinking. A man has a certain understanding and a certain direction that he flows to. And a woman has a certain way of thinking and a certain way of uh, reacting and, and, and the authority that she carries is different than a man's. And it's supposed to be that way. See, the authority that man, male and female, have on the earth is a relational authority that it is two coming together as one. What does the male authority look like? Well, the male authority is one that wants to build. It wants to protect. It wants to grow. It wants to leave an inheritance for the next generation. It's the one that that covers, okay? That is the male authority that God created with Adam. What is the female authority? Well, that is an authority that wants to nurture, that wants to care, that when someone's hurting, they want to come alongside and, and they have empathy towards that person. You see, they are not enemies. They do two functions in the same authority unit that creates a, a symbiotic, <laughs> if that's the right word, relationship that produces children of strength, that produces a legacy and a strength in their children that it passes on for generations and generations. Now take that understanding of the family unit and look at what we see in the world. And the easiest way of looking at it is what we see in government. I know that there's probably other forms of government out there that, you know, you, you see communism and, and, and what have you. But look at the governments that we have in North America. Generally, we have a two-party or two-idea system. You have the conservatives and Republicans, and then you have the liberal Democrat parties. Look at them through the idea of the parental, okay, the parental authority. The conservatives... The Republicans, what is it that they push for? What is it that they want? They want the country to grow. They're really worried about the economy. They want to see the army built, the protection. They want to see the individual um, rise to the occasion. They, they want to give chances for people to say, hey, you you are able to, to live the American or Canadian dream. You know, it's the idea that the father wants his children to be strong. He wants them to understand that they are strong people. And that is generally, I mean, obviously there's some differences, but that is generally the, the conservative Republican parties. Look at the liberal, look at the Democrat. It is the idea that we care about the little person. We care that someone is falling through the cracks. We want health care. We want everybody to be protected in the individual sense of it, where they have rights and privileges and they are able to be free in their expression of who they are. See, there, there's, there's a mothering side of it. And I know, you know, we're not talking about the male and female as in gender. We're talking about an authority here. Now, let's look at what a healthy marriage relationship looks like. It looks like that they understand that they're different, that they understand that each of them has a specific role in a family 
to bring up healthy children that, yeah, the father wants to build and to protect and to uh, raise those kids to be strong. And the mother wants to raise them to be caring people that she looks after them and, and, you know, wants to do things for them. And that's, that's both are right. Both have a, a, a job and you look at it in society, what would it look like if the male and female authority were able to function properly together? Is a society that had protection, had all of the things that a family that was more worried about the legacy that they're leaving for the next generation than about their own wants and needs. There is a lot to unpack in this understanding. And I'm not going to get into it. I want to just, this is just an overview, okay? But what does an unhealthy family look like? Is that we are self-centered people that want to be right and that we don't understand why the person in a family thinks differently than us. We want them to toe the line and do what we want them to do. We want to be the ones to say that what needs to happen and how it should be done. And uh, on the male side of it, we can be domineering and we can be um, oppressive almost in our understanding that we know what's right. And the female authority in the family unit, when it's faced with a male authority that is, you know, has that authoritarian understanding, the female spirit shuts down. It doesn't have respect for that male authority and it wants to protect those children. And it, it, it honestly, again, I'm not going to get into everything with it, but it becomes this cycle of pushing against one another. And it becomes this thing where there's no respect and ultimately families fail. I mean, how many families in our generation have failed? Now let's take this idea to the societal unit and and, and authorities. What is it that we are under? What is it that causes us to be like we are, where we fight against each other? Well, (laughs) to put it bluntly, there is an authority over this earth that came a long time ago that man and woman actually chose the authority that they're under. We want to think that we have free will and free choice where we can determine our own future. We are the the right. We are. And it all comes down to the fact that we are actually like our father. See, it was Lucifer that said to Eve, eat of this fruit, you know, because your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good from evil. Do you see what he said there? Your eyes will be opened and you will know good from evil. The question I would have is what eyes were open? Because our natural eyes, Adam and Eve could see, but it was a spiritual authority. It was the idea that their eyes of self were opened, that they now became the judge of everything around them. See, before that, they were they didn't even know that they were naked. They didn't understand the need to cover their naked bodies. But what exactly happened when they ate that fruit? Did they become like God? Well, in a way, but what they became more like 
was Lucifer because Lucifer was the one that decided that eyesight, spiritual eyesight, was what he wanted. He wanted to be his own God. Do we understand that? That the essence of leaving judgment in God's hands is letting him be God. And when we take judgment into our own hands, we are in the image of Lucifer and we become our own gods. See, that day, a measuring stick, a a scale was created in humans. It was that we use our eyesight to view others around us and ourselves And we categorize ourselves and we put ourselves on a list. If I was to ask you the difference between humility and pride, what is it? What is the difference? You know, we put it on a scale. We say humility is on one side where we don't think much of ourselves or we we believe appropriately about ourselves. And we put pride on the other side where we say, oh, this person thinks too much about themselves. Can I say, this is what I'm putting forward, is that the whole scale from humility over to pride is not, there's, there's nothing of the kingdom of God in that. It is all Lucifer's scale. It is all Lucifer's measuring stick. The idea of right and wrong, okay? On one side, you have righteousness and all of the good deeds that man does. And on the other side, you have unrighteousness and you have all of the bad things, murder and all of that, that, that man does to each other. Can I say that all of that, when we compare it and we look at it, it's Lucifer's scale that we are judging by. It is that we have become the judge. That is the problem here. See, when Jesus came, he said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. He also said, as you judge, so will you be judged. You know, as a Christian, we like to say that I am under God's grace, that I have accepted God into my heart as my Savior and Lord, and that I am under grace. But then we turn around And we say how unrighteous people are. We look at their actions and we judge them. Jesus said, as you judge, so are you judged. What does that mean? It means that if you choose to be under grace and let God be the judge of everything in your life, then that is the necessity of you letting God be the judge of everyone else too. And you leave that in his hands. You see, the Christian stance that I'm seeing right now in the world is that you have to pick a side. You have to be on the side of righteousness. In fact, there are people that believe that if you're not conservative or Republican, that how on earth could you be a Christian? Then you have people on the liberal side that say, how on earth can you be a conservative And call yourself righteous when you oppress people. See, we see each other's sins so easily and we hold up the standard of I. This is how I believe and you aren't living up to that. Whether you're conservative, Republican, liberal, uh, Democrat, or independent. (laughs) It's like we have a standard 
and I am it. See, every man is right in his own eyes. I am the standard that you must align yourself with. Even in Christianity, we can use the Bible, even the New Testament, and hold it up to other people and make them adhere to it. And if they don't, well, then they're not living righteously. See, that is the opposite of living grace. That is the opposite of having a heart of grace. And we wonder why our countries are in such turmoil when Christians see themselves as righteous and they can't see their faults and they think there's nothing that we need to repent of. Well, tell you what, I'm going to lay it straight. We are living more under the law of Lucifer than the kingdom of God. That's the truth. So how do we fix this? How do we repent and come into a proper understanding. Let me let me say this. Here is a spiritual truth. Whatever you give authority to is what you see through. What I mean by that is when we give authority to the spirit of this world, our eyesight sees the spirit of this world. It sees it how it wants us to, okay? When we give authority to the Republican party. That is how we see. I could almost tell you, you tell me that you voted Republican or or conservative and on 10 different topics, I can tell you exactly what you think. (laughs) And, And we think that we have free will and we don't. We only see to what we give authority to. And it makes us blind to see through anyone else's eyes and understand them. So what does it mean to see under the eyes of the spirit of this world is that not only do we see the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we see, we see things as good and evil, bad and good and, and, and what have you, but we also see the enemy of God as strong. We are under his influence to see him as an enemy. We You know, it says that he goes around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. He is just trying to get our attention. He's trying to get us scared. Why? Because when we fully come under the authority of Jesus Christ and we reject the authority that we are, have been under, we will see things through the eyes of Christ. How does Christ see the enemy? How does he see them? He sees him as defeated. He sees him as nothing. He sees him as a shadow. See, the shadow wants to make you think that it's real. You see a shadow on a wall and you react to it. You know, as soon as we react to that shadow, it gives it strength. It gives it realness in our lives. And what we've done in Christianity is we've given substance to a shadow. We've been fighting something that doesn't have any authority in our lives. We say, well, it has authority in the earth. Well, does it? Maybe it only has the authority in the earth that we allow it to. In the last podcast, I made a statement that said that this earth will be transformed when we allow ourselves to be transformed or, or something like that, my memory's bad. <laughs> and it is this, 
Romans 8.19 says, For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. See, again, like I said in the last podcast, our journey isn't to conquer and to destroy this earth using the tools of the enemy and how he would do things. It is to be transformed into the image of Christ. It is to be a light set on a hill. It is to be that vine that has so much beautiful fruit on it that those that see it want to taste the fruit of our lives. You see, God doesn't want us to eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which is about authority. He wants us to eat the fruit of the tree of life, who is Jesus Christ. See, the fruit of the tree of knowledge is about us having the authority. It is about us being like Lucifer. It is about us wanting to judge. But the tree of life is about submission to Jesus Christ and him alone, letting him be the judge of this earth. If he is God, then we must bow to his authority and his authority alone. Can you imagine that day when this earth comes under that authority of Jesus Christ and we govern this world, not in opposition to each other, but in relation with each other, knowing that we are working together the male and the female authority, that we love one another and we see the benefit of each other. Well, we're going to leave it there for today. If this is something that has offended you or that you wonder how wacko I am, um, just don't reject it outright. Just position your heart to say, God, if this is true, then you change my understanding in my ways. Holy Spirit, you be the one that teaches and guides me. And that's all that we can do. So we're going to leave it there. Have yourself a wonderful day and thanks for coming along for the ride. Perfect.